Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. We're not a real law firm. Go ahead, grab a beer, a glass of wine, sit back and listen. Welcome back. Exciting. Second. That was exciting, wasn't it? <laughs> I bet I know what all the intro music's going to be this episode. Very interested in seeing how they did this song without David Pache in the band. You want to tell the the listeners out there who this is and what you did last week? Mm. Mm. So last week, Tuesday, instead of recording a show, I was sitting in a theater watching Toto. That's right. The band is Toto. Minus David Page, who was one of the original uh, Toto members and actually wrote this song, the song Africa. Um, but it was phenomenal. It was it was a great concert. Lighting sucked. I saw that because you sent me a real quick clip and yeah. yeah it was it was not good <laughs> no uh, you know toto is one of those bands that that their lighting is never up to par with the music and i don't know if it's that they they keep the same lighting guy or what i've offered 
I've offered in the past. You don't even have to pay me, people. <clears throat> I love you that much. And it'll look a oh hundred times better. Oh my God, it sounds so creepy like that. <sighs> well, it is you. I'll ride on your bus for free. <laughs> that sounds so creepy. That looks like a big frothy beverage there. Oh, man. Uh, Carlsberg. Oh, I haven't seen a Carlsberg in forever. Carlsberg Dutch Pilsner. Anyways, Toto concert was phenomenal. Uh, there were a few songs that they skipped, but when you have, you know, 300 songs that you've written, I think you're going to skip something. Yeah. Uh, they only played for an hour and 45 minutes, which mm, I don't know how I feel about that. Uh, I definitely wanted to last a little bit longer. So was, was Lukather playing guitars with them or not? Oh yeah. Oh, okay. I mean, that's good. Didn't I send you the, <laughs> he came out and the first thing, first thing Kristen said to me was, it's Beetlejuice. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, damn, <laughs> you're right. <laughs> <laughs> but I'll post the little clip that that I shot on, uh, I don't know what I'll post it on. Probably the Facebook page. No, because it'll get copywritten there. It'll probably be on our website. Um, and the pictures of Beetlejuice. <laughs> uh, it was a very interesting night, though, because the uh, we found out that the drummer for the band now is a Dallasite, and so it was like coming. I mean, he had his mother in the audience, and the band kept talking to her. Uh, it was. Just, that's awesome. It was it was great. Um the 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 keyboardist that took over for David Page, great keyboardist. I think my only problem with it was that it was a lot more almost jazz and funk based rather than David Page. Yeah. Uh but the guy could play. I mean, he was he was really good. Lukather could play. Always has been, yeah. Lukather's voice that that's still got it? Nice. No, that'd be going. Oh, well, but they're getting up there, dude. Uh he as a matter of fact, one of the songs that he sang he didn't even sing the chorus. He let everyone else sing the chorus. What do I think he did a ton of singing? It was there were two guys that sang mainly for Toto. Lukather was just he was just guitar primarily. Well, the two that normally sang was David Pache and uh, come on, what's his name? The uh, main guy. Uh, yeah, the high pitched voice guy. Yeah, uh, and I can't remember his name. I'm I'm so sorry, guys. Uh, not like you know me or are going to take me on tour with you. 
Steve, let's see, past members, Steve Pacaro, David Hungate, Bobby Kimball, Jeff Pacaro, Mike Pacaro, Fergie Fredrickson, Simon Phillips, Greg Key members, Steve Lukather, David Page, Joseph Williams. Joseph Williams is who it's going to be then. Okay. <laughs> Bless you. Oh, man, I just had snot pour out of my nose. That was so <laughs> And you awesome. missed your and you missed your button to boot. Uh, there was no time. It was just <laughs> it was there. It was there. So yeah, uh, I'm I'm, uh, I'm now over that. Next next one up is going to be Zymox, and then the one after that is Duran Duran. Ooh, 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 ooh. surprisingly, I mean. The cheap seats at the American Airlines Center are only thirty nine ninety nine. That's not bad. No. That's cheap. Yeah. Now, if you get the front row in the cheap section, it's seventy nine. That's still cheap for a concert. <laughs> yeah, go down into the two hundred section. You're at one hundred seventy five. <laughs> I think. Well, um, oh God, uh, Ron White. I think recently had his farewell last, you know, bit he's, he's done. And, uh, the cheapest seat, I think they started at around 200 for the cheapest seats and went up from there. It was like, um, I like you, but not that damn much. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, that's, that's some pricey. Ooh, pretty. Is that the big yeah. bottle or is that a like a special bottle? No, that's just the regular 750. Oh, okay. But that means total wine has restocked. <laughs> More will it on tap. After after months of me bitching about <laughs> where's the will it? Damn it, I need you're, some you're bitching. Willet. I can't even get it in Ohio and you're bitching. Whatever, man. That's okay. <laughs> because ladies and gentlemen, in about 200 days, Burke and I'll be together in Putin Bay and I'm bringing a case of it. Well, I'm bringing a half a case because <laughs> half of it's staying here. <laughs> but uh yeah, they're they're giving me a deal of uh for a case. Nice, very nice. Which is dirt stinking cheap. Uh that that comes out to like twenty five dollars a bottle. Bam. And the cats are wrestling here on the floor. Well, that's what happens when you put a new cat into the mix. Uh why don't we uh get to what you're drinking because I have other stuff to talk about okay besides toto and duran duran and trying trying my damnedest to find a concert when i'm in ohio that we can go to <laughs> all right sir what are you drinking i in my quest for cheap vodkas i took a chance on something called pearl vodka very plain black label, 
it's actually a dollar cheaper than the Seagram's and I like it better. It's smoother and just got a hint of sweet to it. I was like, wow, I, I have found my new go-to cheap vodka. It's pretty awesome. I'm just sitting here drinking it on the rocks right now, as a matter of fact. Here, can you hear it? There I it can, is. I can hear that. <laughs> I can hear that. Um, what was I? Then I also got myself a little well, bottle of Redneck Riviera just because that's, that's a nice, easy drinking whiskey, you know. So it's it's got good flavor. Yeah, it's got great flavor. A, a, a no liter of this stuff is 16-something a liter. Really? Yeah, dude, it is. It is. Um, it says it's gluten-free and made in the U.S., although Pearl Vodka is a, is a Canadian brand, although it may be the wheat and everything. Here we go. Extra really crap for American corn and micro batches, distilled five times, filtered. There's something about Canadian rocky water and rocky mountain high. And apparently they've got a number of flavors. I, I didn't see any at the store, but there's a pomegranate and a cucumber and peach and raspberry. I'm like, huh? Mm. Who knows? Maybe they will be okay. The cucumber sounds really good. The cucumber sounds really good. Yeah. Because I've done that. You got to watch, man. Like, if you ever want to infuse your vodka with cucumber, you got to peel the cucumbers first because there's a lot of like bitter in the skins. Chop up your cucumber real fine or whatever. Put it, leave it in for like a day. That's about it. Any more than that. And it, it, it starts getting bitter and just it goes bad. But, Boy, you just a day in there, filter it back out. Oh, it's so good. Oh, my God. It's so good. Oh, my God. <laughs> All right. You guys might hear a ding. Uh, I'm trying to not ding. <clears throat> but I, 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 I had uh, one of our marshals that used to work at our uh At our course. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, apparently I can't do that. I heard the ding. There was the ding. Windows doesn't like that, whatever it was. What the hell are you doing? Windows like, no, 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 no. Uh-uh-uh. Well, why won't it shut down? <laughs> Because it doesn't feel like it, obviously. You bastard. <laughs> That's a... Expect your computer to do what you tell it to, please. Oh, my gosh. It's just another day. Just another day. All right. Let me, uh, here we go. Share this. So one of the guys that used to work at my golf course, he's transferred to another golf course. Um, was at my golf course yesterday. We we sat down and talked, and he uh, he was like, "Oh my gosh, I tried this bourbon the other day. It was only like thirty two dollars a bottle." Hmm. And I went, "Well, what was it called?" He was like, "It's it's called First Call Double Oak." 
And I was like, oh, well, that sounds interesting. And he was like, well, here, try a sip. So tried a sip out of his flask. Very interesting bourbon. You need to see if you can get this up there. Hmm. And we'll do a night of first call. Um, but it was really, really good, and it was inexpensive. That was that was my kicker because everything nowadays is expensive. Yeah. The bad thing about trying out new bourbons, we realize we like expensive stuff. You know, will it is is not. I, I wouldn't go. Ex- oh. I, I wouldn't say expensive. It's not Booker. It's not Weller's. Uh, $50 a bottle is usually what you get it for around here. So that's not really expensive, I don't think. Uh, well, at least here in Texas, it's not expensive. Yeah. Uh, apparently, we do not carry first call in Ohio. Of course not. Of course not. Just another bottle to bring. <laughs> we have freedom bourbon. <laughs> How many bottles of bourbon can I carry across the state line before it's uh before it's illegal? Uh it depends on if somebody stops you and counts your bottles. Oh I, technically technically there is no limit. It's just if you get stopped, I guess. <laughs> I am guaranteed to get stopped on my way. The minute that I pull into Ohio, I'm going to get pulled over for the tint on my windows. Yeah, but they'll see a Texas plate. It doesn't matter. They'll stop me. Oh, we got to get that one. Your tint's too dark. Give me a ticket. I'm not going to pay it. (laughs) I'll be back in Texas by the time my court date hits. Have a good time, buddy. Extradition's expensive for window tint. Um, ah, number three on my list. Have you ever heard of a Google Nest? Uh, is that a home? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Do you get one? Let me tell you. <clears throat> Let me get my. So I have ADT here at my house. Right. ADT is now owned by Google. All of their products are Nest products. I had my own Nest camera that I paid $260 for. ADT looked at me and said, oh, it won't integrate with our system. You would have had to have bought that through us. It's like, you guys have the exact same camera. You ever get that feeling that you're starting to get shafted? (laughs) Oh, yeah. Every day of my life. What are you talking about? So, I go and put my Google Nest camera up. I go buy a Google Hub. I've got everything set up. Google Assistant. I've replaced almost all of my light switches now with smart switches. So... I can turn anything on with either my phone or the the Google Assistant in the living room. Here I thought that I was doing really good. 
my wife has a duffel bag stolen off of the back of her car. So I log into the nest to go back in time and see if I can see who took the bag. Okay. Google Nest only records three hours. That's it. So you could go back three hours. Unless you upgrade for cloud storage. Oh, unless you pay for Nestaware. $120 a year. I have zero Nest products now. And have started to put my security system back up. (laughs) which cost me less money than the Google Nest camera is still 4K and records on my hard drive. Nice. Paid $220 for eight cameras. Paid $270 for one Google Nest that is useless to me. Lovely. So... I also installed a ring doorbell today to get rid of the Google doorbell. I'll tell you what, man, I was looking into some of that stuff and there's some very inexpensive cameras. Now, granted, a lot of these have batteries in them, so you don't have to wire them in. And they're not bad. They only, they only the camera only comes on when it detects motion, things like yeah. that. And, but I mean, some of these cheapo cameras off of Amazon will, 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 you don't have to subscribe or nothing. They'll keep, you know, 48 hours of footage and then it deletes and rolls over. And if you want to download that clip, you download it to your phone and keep it forever. And, you know, some of the stuff's dirt cheap, you know? Well, uh, as I said, I, I have a Tiger Secu uh, system. It is 4K, eight cameras. Uh, to replace a camera is like 25 bucks. The hardest part is that I have to wire it. Yeah. You know, but I, I, I think you know what you're doing. I have all the wire. I have everything I need to do it. So I'm not, it just pisses me off because ring was kind of the same way. Ring was like, Hey, if you want video storage, you have to pay so much. That's I've already overpaid for the product that you've built. And that is just, insanity that you're going to keep raping me every year i understand i i'm into computers and stuff like this and i know that all all of these companies are going to this uh, adobe uh for photoshop or or i used to use adobe premiere pro Mm -hmm. for video editing you cannot buy that now you can buy a subscription you can pay for it monthly. You can pay for it yearly. Vectorworks, one of the 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 CAD programs. 
No, one of the software programs that I use to to design lighting systems and stuff mm, yeah, for yeah, shows. They, yeah. Vectorworks is now yearly. You've got to pay for it yearly. So I you know, I'm I'm against that stuff. People, if you want a video editor that is free, go to Blackmagic Designs. They have a program called Blackmagic DaVinci. It is a super awesome and intelligent video editor. Uh, it It's phenomenal. You need a beast of a computer to run it. <laughs> You're not going to put it onto a laptop. Uh, but it's made for anyone who wants to do studio quality video editing nice and it's free well i mean some of the like uh blender iq and gimp those are all free programs i mean you can do 3d renderings with those things it, it they're a bitch to learn that's but that's they're the... free and uh, there's a million youtube tutorials uh, tutorials on all those things but i mean it is like powerful software almost good enough for like Putting into movies and stuff like that and you can do all your own stuff and, and some of the stuff you can do is just amazing but yeah it's it's a little steep learning curve at first but free software that will just you know is as good as anything you can buy that is why i okay black magic designs actually makes video cameras video processors uh switchers all kinds of stuff. And when I was working at Bible Church, I started to get into their stuff, get into using their stuff. Uh, phenomenal product. Phenomenal product. And the guy that owns the company flat out said he's never going to charge for Da Vinci. He will tell you flat out it is 10 times more powerful than Adobe Premiere Pro. <laughs> it's a beast. I, the, okay. Uh, what's the one that I use? I use, uh, let me hover over this and I'll tell you what I use. I use, well, I'll, I'll tell you something else that I use. That's a, a free program. It's like, if you don't want to buy Microsoft office and, uh, you know all, all the you know microsoft word and and the spreadsheets and everything libre office is a completely free set of everything and it's all compatible with microsoft office <laughs> you can save all your word programs and spreadsheets as microsoft extensions and people with the microsoft stuff can see it and read it perfectly but it's it's absolutely free I think it used to be Sun Systems a long time ago, and they changed their name. The uh, the video editor or the editor that I use to do our show, which I'm about to change to Tascam, uh, but the one that I use to do our show is called CyberLink Power Director. I actually have CyberLink Power Director 15, which I think came out in 2015. <laughs> you can't purchase it anymore. Oh, no. You have to do a, a monthly subscription. Of course. Um, I understand why. 
I understand why some of these companies are doing that. Uh, like Microsoft, um, because they just want more money than they already have a and B they've figured out that when people buy a product, they use it until you force them to not use it. Well, I mean, once you get used to a product, you're loath to change and learn something new. It's just easier to pay the monthly or the yearly to keep going with the program that you know. So I, I get it. It's all Don't about like money. it. Yeah. All about oh, money. Yeah. Oh, by the way, uh, looking up Ohio stuff here. Um, in Ohio, is it against the law to transport alcohol across state lines for sale or personal consumption without a proper permit? If you are caught transporting beer, intoxicating liquor, and wine into the state of Ohio from Michigan, Indiana, Kentucky, West Virginia, or Pennsylvania without an H permit, it is considered unlawfully acquired. Texas is not listed there, so I don't know if that... I don't know. Those are just border states. So they're they're looking at it as if you drive your car yeah. over that state line with booze, you're fucked. Do I have an H license now? Oh, no. do they still put the Ohio like tag over the I don't think so. Over no. the caps? No. Well, that, how would they know? I mean, how you have how Texas you know? plates, and if you brought your receipt that says you bought it in Texas, I don't see why they'd have a problem, but... It just boggles my mind. Boggles. Hey, guess what? What? Bob never showed up. <laughs> Were you expecting him to pop up at the bus station or something? He told me two weeks ago... I'm leaving on Thursday. I said, <laughs> I'll believe it when I see it. <laughs> Haven't heard from him since. And you're like, oh, darn. Damn it, Janet. <laughs> <sighs> oh, man. So, yeah, that work's been busy as get out with end of the month crap. Like, I was actually late getting out of work today because it's the last day. Um, Two notable people that passed away this past couple of weeks. Raquel Welsh passed away at age 82. And Richard Belzer passed away at age 78. Didn't we talk about Raquel Welsh? Did we? I couldn't yeah. remember. We didn't talk about Richard Belzer, but. Yeah. But we, talked we might about have talked about Raquel. Raquel. I can't remember. A fascinating woman. Fascinating. Yeah. She was a Bond girl. Wasn't she? No, she wasn't. No, that was a. Uh, I was thinking about the girl from Golden Gun. Yeah. Yeah, they looked a lot alike. They did. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um. Yeah, that's just weird. I mean, growing up in the seventies and eighties, she was an icon. Oh yeah, she was everywhere. I mean, yeah, I think we did talk about it because she was in. Uh, Three Musketeers. Mm -hmm. Yes, we yeah. did. Yeah, we yeah, did yeah, talk yeah. about that. Yeah, that does bring back memory. Uh -huh. 
one brain cell working at half capacity just fired. <laughs> are, wait, are you sure? Okay, so I, I have my TV on, which I should never do. <laughs> um, but uh, we tiny things. Just, no, we just talked about Raquel Welsh, and they showed they were showing uh, uh, a clip of Doctor No on a news channel to not be named. No, geez. <laughs> Doctor No, nineteen sixty-two Eon Production. <laughs> That's not Raquel. No, that's not no. Raquel. No, she was in she was in no Bond movies. Shame. Oh. Mm. Mm. Bo Derek. Mm-hmm. Farrah Fawcett. She's gonna die soon. Farrah's dead. I already told you the the thing about the poster, right? Oh, me and Medina, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And a company called Pro Arts. Actually, my brother was going to try and get a job there. He he went to, uh, what is that called? The Joint Vocational Center, the JVS, of which we always just called it the Joint. Um, <laughs> but he went there for graphic designs <clears throat> and was going to try and get a job at ProArts. And they shut down, I think they shut down in the or, or late 80s. Um, they'd already made their money from Farrah Fawcett, but all of the, all of the laws had changed about uh, copywriting Copyright, posters yeah. and stuff like that. And it just wasn't a viable way to make money any longer. Gotcha. But that's a, a, another famous fact <laughs> from my hometown. Not only do we make Catholic candles, but we do posters. Here, Fawcett. There's kind of a yin and yang to that. This is there. <laughs> oh, for similarities. They both touch little boys in their oh, own way. Oh, God. No, 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 no. We can't. Oh, oh. 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 <laughs> oh, man. All right, people. We're going to take a quick break here. We'll be back shortly. We got a refill. You guys enjoy House Me Teenager <laughs> and Farrah Fawcett. Tell me you want to touch me. Tell me what? Oh, yeah. Well, show me that monkey you got there. Hey, what's the monkey? This is the monkey, baby. Say hi. Say hi to the monkey. The monkey likes you. Will it bite? Yeah. No, he doesn't bite as long as you're nice to him. No, no, he won't bite you. Now, I want you to pet the monkey now. Is it like that? Yeah. Like, 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 oh, right there? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, what? I have something else I want you to do for me. With me, teenage baby. With me, teenage baby. With me, teenage baby. 
If you're, if you're in a breakup, listen to Toto. <laughs> Damn. Sounds like we didn't have it on that last show. Yeah, <laughs> uh, going through the concert, I was like, "Damn, these guys are depressed." <laughs> this has got to be a rough life. <clears throat> they did do okay, Lukather. This was really kind of cool. Lukather talked about Picaro, uh, the Picaro that died, who used to be the drummer. Mm, wow. And uh, talked about how they all grew up together. Uh, Paige, all of them, all of them were, were friends from high school, I think it was. And uh, talked about how... Uh, the drummer that they picked, they picked because he was honoring Picaro's drumming. Mm, gotcha. Which was just, it was a great concert. Ah, oh, I can't wait for Duran Duran. Zymox, I'm a little bit scared about. That could go well or not. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they weren't really well known. Uh, very progressive, very dark. <laughs> Just the way you like it, eh, lass? <laughs> you know what bothered me about the mixtape thing? What? I totally forgot Evanescence. Oh, uh, yeah. You want depression. <laughs> Angry rock. <laughs> Angry depression. <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, hey, we're going to do a show today. And 
for people that don't know, Burke and I actually have a format set up for every show, and I don't know why. Um, it's freaking me out, man. I know, because I could just talk and talk <laughs> and talk. Um, today's show... Oh, by the way, davisondavisshow.com is our website. Please go there. You can see links to anything that we talk about. Uh, and if you want some merchandise, there is the davisondavisshow.com. With our two t-shirts. A hoodie too, right? And a hoodie. A hoodie. Uh, hoodie. Um, I am designing more t-shirts. I found a great program online uh because i don't have adobe anymore so i can't really do photoshop like i used to but i found a program called canva and if you haven't if you haven't used it look it up canva is a phenomenal design graphic design program for the stupid which i i'm there i'm in that category <laughs> i've come around full circle to i'm stupid again. i'm stupid again <laughs> you know i it took me 10 years to learn photoshop it took me an hour and a half to learn how to use canva nice um the logo that we have for our show i did on canva and it's a good logo. Oh, that reminds me. I I keep forgetting to talk to David Tessier about the music. I got to just pay the guy and say thanks. Um, <laughs> yeah. Anyways, today's show is the Burks, as well as my top 10 actors. And what we did, instead of doing individual actors, because originally that's how it was written down, was we were going to do it as individual actors. And I was like, no, hey, Burke, hey, here's what we're going to do. Pick your top 10 actors and then pick their best movie and their worst movie. Are, are we also doing female actors as another top 10? No, it was actors and actresses. You said, oh, you son of a bitch. You were like, oh, we got to do actors and actresses, like split it up. I have 20. Thank you very much. <laughs> were you drunk when you texted that out? I had to have been. Hang on, <laughs> hang on let me look at my phone. No, I'm not going to look at my phone because. It'll I, probably say exactly what you're saying. I don't know. Well, somebody else. Again. So tonight, nah, and this time it was me. That's all right. <laughs> I will pick out. Well, it, oh, yeah. Here's the thing. I only had one woman in my list. And I kept going back and forth. I was like, I have to find more women. I have to find more women. And I went and looked at other people's top 10 lists or top 100 lists. And I mean, I'm seeing people like, Betty White and, yeah, and yeah. all these others. And I'm like, I, I, there's only one that I really, I mean, I love Scarlett Johansson. 
I love the movies that she does. Mm-hmm. Uh, Charlize Theron. I, I mm-hmm. love her flicks. Um, Brad Pitt's ex-wife. What, uh, Angelina Jolie. Angelina Jolie is on what she's on my female list as a matter of fact so i mean you it was but it was tough because i think the female actors are a little choosier about their roles it's harder to find a bad movie for a top actress than it is to find a bad movie for an actor well here if you have it split into two, let's record this week the uh, actors, the, the male actors. actors, because I I do have an honorable mention that I can I can swap my girl out with, um, because he was in the same movie that she was in. <laughs> Uh, they got me to love him, but he popped off of my list when I, I was going through my list, and I was like, "I there there was one person that I didn't have in my list, and and he ended up making it up to number two." I was like, "I so it knocked it knocked John off of my list." So I yeah, and, and I don't back have there. I don't have any of these in my in order of my most and least favorite these are like and these are 10 of my favorite actors Uh, there's more Uh, there's a lot more people i i don't think i could do a top my favorite top 10 actors of all times but these are ones that are they're up there they're they're all top 10 top 20 i have i have mine listed because it was a top 10 list. <laughs> no, yeah. Um, yeah. Maybe this show just shouldn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're going to make it happen, man. <laughs> this is happening, whether you like it or not. <sighs> All right. Um, yeah. Okay. So how so how are we gonna do it then? Are we gonna do it as top ten actors? Yeah, that's fine. And then separate the females and do top ten actresses whenever we record next. We can do that. Absolutely. So if we're not hammered by the end of the first top ten list, we'll go and no, we can't because I'm not prepared for ten women. <laughs> We'll figure it out, man. Hmm. Carlsberg. That shit's going to give me gas. <laughs> All right. Top 10 actors. Who, pray tell, is your number 10? I'm going to go with Matt Damon. Matt Damon. My name is Matt Damon. Matt Damon. My best friend is Ben Affleck. <laughs> well, you've seen the uh, Team America movie, right? The Marionettes? Yeah. <laughs> all, all he says is Matt Damon. Matt Damon. Which, I swear to God, if he ever wins an Academy Award, 
I want him to go up on stage, look at the microphone, look at the people, go, Matt Damon, drop the mic and walk off stage. Matt Damon. <laughs> um, some of my top flicks that I love stars this man. Uh, he's he's a young kid. I mean, but he's a pretty genuine dude. I mean, you know, he just seems like a like a like a good dude. And I've like I like a lot of his work. I love the fact he works with Kevin Smith all the time. You know. That that that's that's big props in my book. If you if you're cool with Kevin Smith, you're cool with me. You're okay. So <laughs> now I'm trying gosh, my memory is so dogma. bad now. Him and Ben Affleck are both in dogma. And they show up in a couple others. Uh uh Chasing Amy, I think, and a couple yeah. others. I'm I'm trying to remember no, it was born. The the born the born series. identities. Yeah fucking incredible yeah those are very good action movies oh there's one of my top 10 women oh write it down put it in chat you'll be able to (laughs) so anyway uh mr matt damon was born october 8th 1970 in cambridge massachusetts he is age 52 right now 52 Mm -hmm. so the worst of his movies have you ever seen a movie called The Great Wall? <laughs> no. I don't bother. <laughs> it's like these mystical American warriors end up in ancient feudal Japan and The Great Wall was actually made to keep out these monstrous beasts and demons and He's like some magical archer. It's it's a it's a shit show. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes gave it a thirty-five, and the audience only gave it a forty-two, just to, to give you an ink. Yeah, it's Ooh. not up there real high. <laughs> like the special effects were probably the only thing that made the movie worthwhile. So, but on mm. the flip side, what and was I'm, his I'm, best? I I had to go with. Goodwill Hunting. I want to go with Private Ryan, but he wasn't in that movie that much. But I loved Goodwill Hunting. Um, uh, him and uh, Robin Williams played off each other so well. Got to improv scenes, and they really worked super, super well. Um, the Rotten Tomatoes on that was a ninety-seven percent, and the audience was a ninety-four percent, and that's that's strong in anybody's book. I okay. If I had to say what was his best flick, I would still go with the Born Identity. It, those are up there. Don't get me wrong. I, I think the first one was a phenomenal, phenomenal film. Um, it, it, and just all around good film. I mean, his acting was good in it. The action was good. The script was good. The direction was good. The fight scenes were, I mean, it, it all around had good, good, good checking off all the boxes. It was a great film. Okay. Yeah, I I, I mean, I'm into the, well, when you see my list, I, I'm. <laughs> more action than that, yeah. More action than than anything else. Um, 
And and the Born Identity, just the way that it was shot, I mean, film wise. Yeah. Yeah. Cinematography, top notch. Wow. Uh fight direction, top notch, special effects, uh, driving. It was just yeah, it was a it was a it was a solid unit all the way around. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Um I can agree. I can agree. I, I will I will agree on Matt Damon. I, I will concur with you, Doctor. Yeah, I will. I will. Um, How about your number 10? He did not. Uh, Matt Damon did not make my list. That's okay. Sorry. Like I said, I, there's uh, so many of them out there that could be on the list. I just, he just happened to have a really bad one in the badge. Like, okay, you got a bad one. You got a super good one. You're a good person for this list. So, uh, all right. My number 10. I'm going to give you some movies. Okay. And you tell me if you know who I'm talking about. Okay. The Longest Yard. Burt Reynolds. That's all I had to say. <laughs> I think you broke his freaking head. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Oh, um, gosh. And that was one of the movies that uh, the tall guy was. We were just talking about him last week, weren't we? Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, no, he didn't play Lurch. What, what, who? Mm-mm. He was a Happy Gilmore and Double O Seven. Yes, yes, Jaws. Yes, Jaws. Yes, yes. Yeah, he was in that movie too. Yes, he was. So, some of the movies that this man made. That, well, actually, I, I'll go with the worst movie that I think he did. Okay. Cannonball Run Two. I can't believe those words came out of your mouth, and yet I wholeheartedly agree with you. It was not a good film. Rotten Tomatoes, <laughs> the tomato meter has it at 13%. Oh! The audience score was 45%, but only 10,000 people voted on it. Mm. <laughs> <sighs> Starred Burt Reynolds, Dom DeLuise, Shirley MacLaine, Mary Lou Henner, Dean Martin, Sammy Davis Jr. was not was not even close to the original Cannonball Run. No, it was a money grab from whatever production studio was putting out schlock shit that year, and yeah, it was bad. Yeah, that that was just. I mean, the duo of Burt Reynolds and Dom DeLuise was great but really the two people that stole that movie were dean martin and sammy davis yeah (laughs) and and from what i hear like in all the stuff that i looked up dean martin was drunk through the whole movie oh that was not an act he was not acting no that was him like i'm pretty sure sammy had a few also all right, so that was that was my worst <laughs> flick that that he'd ever done. My best flick that he ever did. Can you can you guess? Longest yard's pretty darn good, but it, um I don't know, are you going to go with uh, square like a pig? No. No, okay, I give up. What is your It's actually Smokey and the Panda. Yeah, okay, yeah. I can I can totally see that. His interaction in that film with Sally Fields was 
to die for. And I guess they started dating right after that as well. Yeah. So it was with some real chemistry going there, on there, yeah. which is good. But yeah. you you saw it on 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 film. Yeah. Uh the the guy that played yeah. the sheriff uh gosh. Oh, I can't remember. And <laughs> uh uh oh, bloody to the yeah. moons to the moon Alice. Uh what is his name? Oh my gosh. Now hang on. I have the sheet right here. It would be Jackie Gleason. There you go. Uh, Jerry Reed was hilarious for being a country music singer. Dude stepped up to the plate in the acting department on that movie. The freaking banter between him and Burt Reynolds was great. It was it was uh, just it, a fun film. And I think Reynolds' comedic timing was never better in any other film after that it's yeah. good but he was at his peak at that film tomato meter 78 percent nice audience score 84 percent nice and that's over fifty thousand ratings very nice very nice i have uh i i, I don't know if rick did this but i have um, honorable mention movies that were I have great. A couple, I have a couple here and there, yeah. For for Burt Reynolds, I have Stroker Ace, okay. which which be in the mindset for a dumb movie, and it turns out to be a really good movie to watch. A lot of fun. It's been thirty years since I've seen it, but yeah, Boogie Nights. Oh shit! I didn't even think about that. That is a great film. One of his best action films, Sharky's Machine. I may have never seen that movie. White Lightning. He is a moonshine runner, and it's another one I've seen twenty plus years ago. I I, I know I've seen it, but I can't remember the late. NASCAR ties once again the beginning yeah. of NASCAR. Uh The Longest Yard. I love that movie. We've already we just talked about it. great fun film to watch. And Hooper. Oh yeah. Yeah. Hooper was a lot of fun. Uh but that's it. My number 10, Burt Reynolds. Uh rest in peace, my friend. He he was Harlan, in a yeah. he was in a lot of other flicks. But, you know, gotta love him. Gotta love him. All right, sir. What is your number nine? My number nine guy. Let me look. He was in Dumbo. Okay. Did not know that. Uh, Working Stiffs was a movie he was in. Night Shift was a movie he was in. Ooh, I know who you're talking about then. Yeah, this is Mr. Michael Keaton. Mm. Mr. Michael Keaton, born September 5th, 1951, in Kennedy Township, Pennsylvania, a Kent State alumni. Did you know that? Yes, I did. I did not know that. And this gentleman is now age 71 right now. He's got a lot of movies out there. Um, I had actually forgot. I mean, obviously, the Batman movies and Beetlejuice is way up there. 
one of my actually favorite movies from him is Gung Ho. I love him in that movie. It was such an underrated movie, but it's got some great lines. So what do you have as your favorite movie from him? I, I went with Beetlejuice, actually, is my favorite movie. And I know, and I've, I've never seen this movie. I have heard phenomenal things about Birdman. And I do want to see that movie. Okay. But since I have never seen it, I in good conscience could not say it was my favorite movie. But I love, love, love him and Beetlejuice. Rotten Tomatoes on Beetlejuice, 85%. Audience score, 82%. And what about your wor- what about his worst movie? You ever heard of something called Multiplicity? I have. <laughs> Where he clones himself. And yes. then the clones make clones of themselves until they get stupid as crap. Yeah. 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 That that thing rang. I, I'm amazed that the tomato meter was 45% and the audience was 49% on that one. Those are high numbers for being such a stinker. <laughs> oh. I mean, uh, and 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 you could say the other one. What was the movie where he was a snowman? The snowman. Was it the no, snowman or was no, it? No, it wasn't Jack the snowman. Frost? Uh, it was, uh, yeah, Jack Frost. Okay. Yeah, that was another. And I'd never seen it. I'd only seen clips and stuff from it. So I, I couldn't go with that one. But I had seen Multiplicity. And uh, yeah. So that, those are those are my those are my moves for Mr. Keaton. All right. Number nine. Let's see if you get this. The Outsiders. Oh, there's like eight guys you could pick from that. Could be Tom Cruise. Super Trooper 2. Shit. I don't know. View from the top. You're picking out the oddball movies for this guy. Yeah, because the next (laughs) one that I say will, will give it up. Oxford Blues. I've never seen that. I don't know. St. Elmo's Fire. Oh, you got to be talking about uh, uh, the dead brain cell that won't click off in my head. Emilio. Rob Lowe. Oh, shit. Yeah, born, he, was in all, he was in all of those, too. Damn it. Born in Charlottesville, Virginia. March 17th, 1964. He's a few years older than us. (laughs) Just a few. Uh, I actually picked this. This is uh, my audience is going to quit listening after I say this. I picked Oxford Blues as his best movie. Okay. Oxford Blues on the tomato meter. Zero. Holy cow. Audience, I didn't know that existed. Audience score, 25%. Ooh, that's rough, man. They are being dickheads. I loved this movie because he was very young at the time. And it was about a guy who worked his ass off to get to where he was. He, he goes to England, he gets into Oxford, all to get the princess, the girl. <laughs> and along the ways, you, you kind of see how 
how the the native UK the Englishmen treat him. Mm. But it's kind of a story. It's a happy love story in the end where you can actually learn something from it. The guy busts his butt to become a rower for Oxford and redeems himself for being a stupid idiot. (laughs) Worst movie view from the top. It's actually a Gwyneth Paltrow movie. Well, there you go. Uh, He really wasn't in it that long. But him being in it didn't help it. (laughs) It's a bad movie. (laughs) You got Gwyneth Paltrow starring Christina Applegate, uh, Mark Ruffalo, Candace Bergen, Joshua Molina, and Kelly. Really? Doc Octopus was in that and it was a bad movie? That's rough. Tomato meter, 14%. Oh. Audience score, 34%. Ooh, rough. Wah, wah. (laughs) Came Came out in 2003. Um, it is listed as an LB, LGBTQ plus QSRST LTBT N975 movie. Friendly so, or not? <laughs> so there you go. Um, okay. Gonna have to cut that out. And post. <laughs> well, um, got a lady that makes you know vagina scented candles in it. It's uh, it's hit or miss. Uh, there you go. Uh, <laughs> like I said, the honorable on the honorable. Honorable. I'm gonna have to squirt my nose, man, because I cannot breathe through that thing. I did before we started the show because I knew better. The honorable mentions are the Outsiders, mm-hmm. Saint Elmo's Fire, and Super Troopers too. I forgot super, he was in that. Super, I, I am a huge Super Troopers fan. Oh, God, yes. Super Troopers 2 has all of the cameo appearances, and <laughs> his is brilliant in the, in the flick. It's fun as shit. <laughs> all God, right, that's sir. Right. They're all Canadian Mounties at that point, are they? Yeah. <laughs> all right, sir, you're number eight. Ah, I went with a little bit older actor. He was born in 1943. Um, and he's dead now. No, he is still alive. Uh, he actually showed up in a Star Trek movie. Um, oh, he's been in so much stuff. Uh, God, he was in Cat People. Uh Tank Girl was one of my Yeah. <laughs> this is Mr. Malcolm McDowell. Uh British actor. Okay, I, I gotta look him up. Um, Fourth England. Well, let me just give you the best movie and you'll know right away who it is. Okay. A Clockwork Orange. Um I'm about to admit to something that I should never ever ever admit to i've never seen it 
Wow. Use the music from it all the time because the music's great, but. Oh, my God. Never. Uh, Star Trek Generations. Did you see that one where they killed off Captain Kirk again? Uh, I'm sure I did. I watched all of the. The next generation was my. The movies. I'm talking about the movies. I'm sure I did. I next generation was my thing. Yeah. And I kept getting pissed off every time they uh they separated the saucer. <sighs> oh British. hell yes. <laughs> you mean the guy that looks like Sting? Yes. An old version of what Sting's gonna look like in twenty years. Yes. 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 Um okay. Oh, he's from Leeds. Mm-hmm. Well, he was born in Horsforth, England. He is 79 years old. This says that his birthplace is Leeds, Yorkshire, England. It's probably the same thing. Uh, well, he yeah. might have lived in Leeds most of his life. He was born in Horsforth, which might be in Leeds for all I know. I don't know how they do their counties and townships Where'd and you get your villages. Info? That was off of Wikipedia. Was I would trust Wikipedia more than Rotten Tomatoes. Because um, Rotten Tomatoes basically says he was born in Leeds. No, IMDb says he was born in Leeds too. So, well, then I, who knows? I don't know. Who knows? But anyway, so yes, my, my, yeah, so I know you haven't seen it, but that was my best, it, my favorite movie from him was A Clockwork Orange. Okay. I would highly recommend you watch that movie at least once because it's, it's an iconic, I, I, would you call it a sci-fi movie? It's, it's set in the future. It's, it's more, isn't it more fantasy than sci-fi? No, it's set in like, like what the future could turn out to be. And it's, it's not exactly a dystopian future, but it's, I don't, I don't know how to explain it, but oh, dude, yeah, you, you gotta, you gotta crack open a beer and watch that some night. It's a great film. And Rotten Tomatoes on that film is 88% and the audience is 93. Ooh. Yeah. It's good stuff. I've actually read that book too. It's a little hard to follow along with, but anyway, but he was in one of my favorite flicks, though. Well, well which one? Vamps. Mm. It's been a hot second since I've seen that movie. Played Vlad. <laughs> so, back in the day, there was this movie called Caligula. Yes. Yeah, I've seen it. Yeah. Kind of wish I hadn't. I think we've all seen it. Kind of wish I hadn't. Yeah, I'm right there with you. Yeah, it, it scored a 22 on the Rotten Tomatoes and only 38 on the audience. Now, Tank Girl was another movie he was in, which I liked that movie. His role and acting was not great in that film. But yeah, that, that particularly was a weird film because like half of it was filmed like a real film and the other half was filmed as a porno and the real film actors didn't realize yeah, it was it was a shit show movie. So anyway, those that's my picks for Mr. Malcolm McDowell. All right, eight minutes left. I can you can do this. Number eight. I, I'll just say it because the minute that I mention a film, you'll be like, "Up, oh, 
That's who that is. <laughs> uh, Tom Cruise. Yeah. Heck yeah. Tom Cruise made my top 10. As I, I could have had him on there, but he did not make it to my top 10. As crazy as that little bastard is, I had to put him on my top 10 list. And people are going to be amazed when I say what I think his best flick was. First off, he was born 1962 in Syracuse, New York. Nice. Didn't realize he was older than us. Huh, okay. A little bit older. Uh, his lowest rated film on Rotten Tomatoes was Cocktail, which is really? one of my favorites. That's a great little film. His highest ranked was Mission Impossible Fallout from 2018. Which one was that? Like number four or five? Or... I think that was four. I-, I lost count, and I don't think I've seen them all. So, I yeah. Now, my pick for the best film that he did uh, came out in 19... Let me get... Okay. Are you there? Is it Risky Business? No. Okay. No. Your microphone keeps cutting out. Oh, I actually... I thought I was going to cough. I muted it out real quick there. Okay. Um, It is not Risky Business. Risky Business made it... Let me check my list here. Risky Business made it into my uh, uh, honorable mention. mention. Fair enough. Okay. Okay, I'm happy. I had a lot of trouble picking what the best flick was that he did. The reason that I picked the film that I picked was because of the co-stars around him. Hmm. Okay. Gene Hackman. Who played his mentor? No, you're going with the you're going with the race movie. Ed Harris, Hal Holbrook. The film is based off of a book by my favorite writer, John Grisham. It is called The Firm. Oh fuck! I forgot about that. The cast that was around Tom Cruise made this flick incredible. Wilford Brimley, uh, like I said, Gene Hackman. Yeah, it's hard to go wrong with Gene. But you also have Hal Holbrook, who, yeah. who's incredible, along with Ed Harris as the cop who's trying to arrest everyone. Just great flick john grisham the way that he writes you can have suspense when there's no suspense (laughs) loved this flick uh that is my number one flick for him now you could have a few good men in there as a his worst flick take a guess because i've said it about 500 times uh, once again, brain cells are completely dead at this point in time. What's Van- your worst? Vanilla Sky. Oh, I, you, okay. I have never seen that film. 
Is that with him and Nicole Kidman? No. No? What's Vanilla Sky? Vanilla Sky is basically a uh, Penelope Cruz, Cameron Diaz, Kurt Russell, Jason Lee, and Noah Taylor. Um, it's basically a, a romp, a psychedelic romp filled with sex, love, dreams, mind-bending, search for his soul. Dude, it, the storyline is like three paragraphs and it's i'm lost in the first sentence what the hell rotten tomatoes tomato meter yeah 43 percent Ooh, yeah audience score was 72 but they were all high (laughs) (laughs) it is the worst flick i mean watch okay i challenge you to watch that flick all the way through after I, after I only about, have so I only have so many brain cells left, man. I can't afford to watch that movie. After an hour and a half, you turn it off. You're just like, <laughs> oh my god, I'm done. I'm, I, I can't. <laughs> I I just can't do this this anymore. Um, so Vanilla Sky was the bottom of uh, the list for me, and sadly, I think he had something to do with writing it as well as executive producer of it. That might have been one of his first forays into that. You never know. Bad, bad. Um, honorable mentions. Top Gun. And Top Gun 2. I know I you haven't seen it yet. I haven't seen it, so I can't put that up there. Oh, dude, you're missing out. Days of Thunder. Yep. Risky few Business. Good, few Good Men. And A Few Good Men. Yep. Those are my... And even Minority Report was a really good film. Minority Report was a great film, it had a couple issues to it, but it was it was a beautiful film to watch. It doesn't beat A Few Good Men. A, a Few Good Men, okay, with Tom Cruise, he's he was big enough after Risky Business to sit back and say, these are the people I want to work with. That's why Cocktail was as good as it was. Brian... Um, Oh, from well, fx yeah we couldn't remember yeah, his name last time either yeah. still can't remember his name <laughs> anyways brian was an incredible character to play against and he played it every movie that he's been in he was able to to pull in people that were really good to bounce off of well, um, there wasn't a lot of really big names in Jack Reacher, but dude, that was a great film. I just watched that the other day, and I I'd never seen it before. Really, freaking awesome! Oh yeah, it was great. Now, granted, like everyone that had read the books was all sorts of pissed off because Jack Reacher is supposed to be six foot three and built like a brick shit house, and they're doing a a prime uh, mini series of Jack Reacher, and the dude playing him has got some phenomenal fight scenes. I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> it's, it's great. Um, he, he did okay. Well, it's same as like putting him in as the vampire Lestat. Once again, you're supposed to be six foot and blonde and Tom Cruise isn't. <laughs> yeah, but Interview with a Vampire is, is another great flick. Yeah, it's a good I said, When I was going through his repertoire... I 
I counted more flicks that I loved than hated. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. No, he he puts out really good entertainment value every guy, time. Guy is crazy as can be, but hey, he puts he out does almost like eighty percent of his own stunts too. I mean, he he was actually hanging off the side of an airplane as it took off. I, that was really him. There was no CGI. There was one freaking wire holding him on to a C-130 as it took off. The dude's ballsy as all get out. Well, he broke his ankle doing... Jumping from a rooftop, yeah. Yeah, doing... And finished the scene. He didn't stop. He he jumped across, broke his ankle, and ran away to finish the scene. I'm like, damn. Tough guy, tough guy. Um, Love him. Uh He's crazy, but hey, so am I. All right, people, <laughs> it's time for a break. We will be right back. We'll finish this list. I gotta go potty. All right, talk to you soon. Ah. Sadly, they didn't play this. Yeah, that sucks. I love that song. Oh, I love this. Love this. Mm. 
Hey, I drive through. Uh, food or alcohol? No, work. Work. So, I was supposed to have Saturday off this past week, and one of the AGMs comes up to me. He's like, "Can you work Saturday instead of Sunday?" And I went, "Ah, yeah, I can do that." Sure. Then he comes up to me like two hours later. He's like, uh, somebody called off. Would you be able to work Sunday as well? And he was like, I'll, I'll give you Tuesday off. And I said, well, I'll tell you what. You give me Tuesday off and Wednesday. And then since our cycle starts on Thursday, give me Thursday off. So I could have a three-day break break to get stuff fixed at the house you know i'm not i'm not stressed out about editing and getting stuff done because i've got a lot of stuff at the house to get done and he was oh, like yeah. yeah yeah i can make that happen the schedule came out i'm working thursday i was like i thought you were gonna Give me Thursday off. He was like, I was just joking. I said, well, the next time you ask me to work a day that I'm not working. I'm going to tell you I am not come in because I was joking. Because I was joking. They the drive through. <laughs> All right, sir. We were on your number seven. There is no sex in the champagne room. <laughs> My number six. Oh, yeah. All right. No, seven. Seven? Seven. I, I don't have them listed. I just know who's next. So, Alrighty then. Uh, where do I start with this one? Younger kid. Babes in Toyland? Okay. Uh... The Tracy Almond show did not know he was on that. Okay, my own private Idaho. What? Okay, no, I'm picking out all the uh, Devil's Advocate. Uh, that was with uh, what's her name? Um, mm -hmm. I still don't know who this is. It's a guy. And you probably know him better as Ted Theodore Logan. This is Mr. Keanu Reeves. Born September 2nd, 1964. He is 58 years old in Beirut, Lebanon. What? Really? He was born in Beirut, but he is Canadian. I didn't know this either. And, 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 and forgive me, I'd have to go to his Wikipedia page. His heritage is all over the place like it's hawaiian irish japanese I mean, he's got like every nationality in his background it's it's kind of crazy but uh yeah well okay you know what one of the lists that i looked at had kiana reeves as like number one and i was like what 
Well, I, he's done a lot of good stuff. I mean, Bill and Ted, both both Bill and Ted movies, funny as hell. Okay. All the Matrix movies, phenomenal. Okay. Well, okay, all three of the first ones were phenomenal. Fourth one, eh, yeah. not so much. Eh, you know. But you want the best or the worst? Well, this time let's start with the worst. Remember a little film back in the day that was kind of like cyberpunk called Johnny Mnemonic? Yes. Yes, I went to the movie theater to watch. Oh, I'm so sorry you spent money on that film. Yeah. Bad. Who all was in that one? Dolph Ludgren, Mm. Ice T, Henry Rollins. That's about it. There you go. That's That's as good as it gets. Of the Henry Rollins band. It had a Rotten Tomato of 18%, and the audience yes. only got up to 31% on that one. There's quality. Yeah. Yeah, it was... I mean, there it was a movie trying to cash in on a wave of whatever and failed miserably. It was no Tank Girl, but it was pretty close. So... Uh... But... You'd think I'd have the Matrix in there as the top one. You'd be wrong. Point Break? No, not so much. John Wick. I just watched that the other day. Dude, 86% tomato, 81% audience. It is, and you got to realize, the dude who was his uh, stunt double in the Matrix directed John Wick. That is why the fight scenes in that movie are so outstanding and so phenomenal. Um, John Wick, to me, is a really kind of almost brilliant movie. Just that whole idea of that hotel that exists for nothing but contract killers, it just is kind of mind-boggling. Yeah, that first John Wick movie was just in my opinion slightly better than the matrix the matrix was a groundbreaking movie blah 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 john wick is amazing it is in my opinion a better movie than matrix which one did i I, I, how many john wicks have there been there have been three and number four is about to come out okay um the one that i watched Parabellum was, was the third one with Halle Berry. The second one is where they introduced um, the, the other guy from The Matrix back in there. I can't remember the name of Forgive me. Okay, the, the one that I watched, there was like, he, he went to the headquarters and there were all these glass faces inside of glass and it was just constantly him being thrown into another piece <laughs> of glass. 
I was like, oh yeah, that was so the second cool. movie. That was great. Yeah, that was in like an art installation, and there was a glass, like a mirror display of art. Yeah, and the gal he was fighting was a deaf mute. Yeah, who was damn near as good as he was at fighting. Yeah, that was a. The second one was awesome. Don't get me wrong. The third one, yeah, third one is Parabellum. John Wick Chapter Two is the second movie. It, it is it is very very good. But the first one kind of redefined it, it redefined a lot of the fighting techniques. And he did so much training for that movie, like he did black uh forgive me i don't remember he he did so much gun training for that movie like like he's is now actually an incredibly good person at the range where they have all the stuff set up and yeah anyway i'll just gush on and on about that because he's awesome but anyway Mm. yeah so yeah john wick is is the shit okay um there's Okay, I was in California. God, I don't know how long ago it was. Um, <laughs> a while. But there was a show that I went to in a small, little shitty theater called uh, Point Break Live. And it was the funniest shit i have ever seen in my entire life they pull a guy out of the audience and he plays keanu reeves oh god and has to do all of his they have all of his lines on cue cards and he has to do all the lines and the movements from point break Oh my god, that is a recipe for disaster. <laughs> how Best. do you do the how do you do the scenes of him surfing on a stage for oh my god? Best okay, so the day that I went, the guy that played Keanu Reeves out of the audience was like 270 pounds. So all of the stunts that he was <laughs> it was Freaking hilarious. <laughs> Point oh, break live. Live. Oh, Look God. it up. No, uh, I, I don't want to lose brain cells. No, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Downright freaking hilarious, man. Oh, God. All right, man. <laughs> What's your next pick? Uh, my number seven. He was in the movie Night Shift. He was in the movie 3,000 Miles to Graceland. Night Shift sounds like Michael Keaton, but I don't remember 3,000 Miles to Graceland. Forgive me. You don't. Uh -uh. The gentleman that I am talking about was born in 1955 in Linwood, Texas. Or I mean Linwood, California. His highest-rated film on Rotten Tomatoes was Bull Durham. 
And his lowest rated film on Rotten Tomatoes was Dragonfly. I am talking about Kevin Costner. <laughs> that dude does range from wildly entertaining to, oh, that sucks. <laughs> All right. There, this was like a controversial pick to me. But there were two films that he did that I sat back and I was like, I love this guy. And one of them is my number one pick for his best movie. Dances with Wolves? Field of Dreams. Mm, Yeah. Yeah. Huge, huge baseball fan I am. I watch every freaking game I can during the baseball season. I love baseball. used to play baseball. One of my favorite sports. Field of Dreams is my number one choice. Fair enough. His worst movie? 3,000 Miles to Graceland. Do you know this movie? I don't think I do. Kurt Russell was in it with him. Really? Uh, Let's see here. It's Kurt Russell... Kevin Costner, Courtney Cox, Christian Slater, Kevin Pollock, David Arquette. That's a wild bunch. It's International Elvis Week in Vegas. Mm. Where the strip is flooded with the king. But five impersonators swaggering into the Riviera Hotel are toting heavy weaponry in their guitar cases. <laughs> yeah. Say no more. That just has a recipe for suck written all over it. <laughs> Rotten Tomatoes score 14. Oh! Audience score 46. Damn. It is a crap movie. it is so hard i mean the best part of it is the convertible car that they're driving around in (laughs) the best part is the credits oh it's so bad it is so bad (laughs) um honorable mentions bull durham another baseball flick love that great great film night shift he was uh a a well, he was a secondary character. Mm-hmm. Um, Tin Cup. Yeah, yeah, Gol- absolutely. Great golf story. And I had to, I'm, I'm sorry, I had to put Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves, even though it was the worst attempt at an English accent I have ever seen in my life. It was a <laughs> very well done film. Well, you don't like Dances with Wolves? It didn't hit me well. Well, okay. I I really enjoy that film for some reason. I, maybe it's my being a sucker for a period piece. I don't quite yeah. know, but I, I did really enjoy that film. I mean, and, it, and here's the weird thing: is like Waterworld's one of his most hated films. I don't mind watching it. It's kind of entertaining. It's oh, I don't no. know. Oh, oh, that's three hours of sleep. Well, you know, it can be playing in the background while you're, you know, doing cross stitch or something. And Dude, that, you know. it's like watching <laughs> golf on TV. <laughs> There's a ball. It's going to a hole. Uh, next. 
whole lot of grass. Uh, <laughs> a whole lot of water out there. All right, sir. That was my number seven. What, was your, what is your number six? All righty. Let's see. Paperback hero. Somebody like you. Peyton Leopold. Van Helsing. The Prestige. Uh, uh, are you talking about, um, uh, oh, God, the singer. Um, Wolverine. Yes, Mr. Hugh Jackman. He's a singer. He's a Broadway he's all, singer. He's a singer. Yeah, he's, yeah, he does Broadway. He does everything. So, okay. born October 12, 1968 in Sydney, Australia. At the, he's younger than us. He's 54. That bastard. <laughs> This is a tough one because he's done a lot of cool stuff. Obviously, he's been Wolverine many, many times, which I absolutely love the X-Men and have for a long time. But with that being said, I, I, I I was torn between his worst movies. I had Wolverine Origins at first because that was a bad film. But I chose Swordfish as his worst which has got Halle Berry I know right but his acting in that movie was it was bad it was just bad the direction for him in that movie was bad okay I kind of enjoy the film but I, I uh no I just I don't buy him as a hacker I just I don't buy anything about him and computers in any way shape or form uh rotten tomatoes ranks that at 25 percent the audience was at 59 so the audience liked it a little bit more, but but yeah uh, uh, well we'll pick a worse one then i mean uh, but it's uh, yeah swordfish man uh, we got halle berry's boobs i get it but however comma him like sitting drinking red wine at a, and trying to hack into a computer system and he spins around his chair. I don't know. It's just it's bad. It's okay. bad. Okay. 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 I didn't even buy him. I didn't even really get into like I didn't buy into him and his daughter's relationship in that movie either. It just was forced. I just there's a lot of anyway. However, if we want to go back to the X-Men whole thing. I believe his best movie may have been Logan. Have you ever seen it? Yes. That I would probably agree with you with. And the Rotten Tomato at 94%, the audience at 90% backs you up, sir. Yeah, I, I would. It's a great flick. It is the film that every comic book geek wanted to see from the beginning mm-hmm. um it's heart-wrenching it's got everything it's got action it's got drama it's got family it's uh, he has a better relationship with that girl than he did with his daughter in swordfish it's just a phenomenal movie so yeah i, I love it. i bought that as soon as i watched that in the theaters i went out and as soon as it was available i bought that movie because i have to see it again it's fantastic so that is that's my stuff about mr jack and he's got a lot of other good films out there he's got the prestige well, 
and he's got you know the the world's greatest showman and he's just got a lot of fun stuff out there so he's yeah i i mean the whole wolverine series was phenomenal the x-men series yeah except for the origin one that was not good but yeah everything his whole yeah the three x-men films were great they were fun but i mean you think about it you've got a guy who who is is broadway trained doing movies and and i mean the the wolverine movies i i i just love him in it he plays a great character the greatest showman another great uh and are are you Brick's dying, ladies and gentlemen. We may have to put another. Uh, uh, Brick has died of COVID. Well, little, little tiny pieces up and stuck in the back of my throat. It's killing me. Sorry. Freaking peanuts. Uh, yeah. Just. Oh my goodness. He's all. He's an all-around actor, though, because he can do oh, yeah. anything. He can do serious. He can do action. He can do comedy. So I yeah, I'd have to agree. I he was one that missed my list, but man. He's up there. Yeah. Hey, make sure that you check back soon for part two of this podcast. <laughs>